What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 196 of your favorite podcast, The Great Eye Podcast. I'm going to show some Haley, and today I have two unbelievably special guests in the room with me, Grant and Celeste. They have helped me so much on my spiritual, mental, emotional health journey, and we have an unbelievable message for you today, including a really cool exercise that's going to help you right now, today, become more grounded and grateful for where you're at. As always, Grow Die Podcast brought to you by Revive Summons, brought to you by Raw Summons. Choose code Mahaley at checkout to support your boy. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. I cannot wait to chat with you guys. I'll see you inside. Very, 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 very excited to have my fucking people onto the podcast today. Grant and Celeste. Grant has been on the Grow Eye podcast once before. That's uh, true. So this is his second appearance. Celeste, welcome to the Grow Eye podcast. Thank you so much. What the I, fuck's up? Dude, I feel... Uh, like there's some kind of hazing thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. To me. There's, Very like, there's like bars of soap. We're just gonna. All <laughs> yeah. No, no. Remember, she 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 has to do the whole podcast upside down on her head. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You look at me, and I'm yeah. already doing that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I think your face is starting to get a little blood. In it. <laughs> we better make this fast. Oh, I, I feel like a guest uh, on the podcast. Well, I am a guest on the podcast, but because I'm I'm also a guest. Um, or I was to y'all's relationship. You yeah. guys have been pretty tight. For I've known while. each other for a long time, and yeah. so um, I feel very like honored to have uh, yeah. uh, infiltrated. <laughs> well, welcome to the bromance. Become, yeah, yeah, you become part of the bromance. <laughs> so Grant I, and I go. We go back like four years, five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it has to be like five or six years. I'm like, what year is it? Uh, yeah, it's like, like five, six years. Yeah. The simulation is broken. <laughs> yeah, and then um, you guys started dating around a year and a half. 2019. We're coming up on three years. Yeah. You're coming up three years. Yeah. You you guys lived in Florida though. Yeah. Um, Grant and I have stayed in contact for quite some time. Mm -hmm. You guys lived in Florida, mm -hmm. um, and then they were like. Yo, we're actually moving to Texas. Yeah. I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, like, I live in Texas. But yeah. it's like, but it, but but the issue is when someone's like, we're gonna I'm gonna move to Texas, I'll be like, all right, like I'll see you never. It's like, <laughs> you, you guys aren't far from me at all. Yeah, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, it's like two, two, two and a half hours. Yeah. It's not bad at all, but like when we were in Florida, I picked up and moved down to Florida. Yeah. And uh I got down there after living in Ohio my entire life, and we were just coming out of winter, and I moved down to Florida in like the big Beginning to end of May, yeah. and beginning to end. I was like, those are exact <laughs> middle, to middle, middle to end of May. We moved to one item at a time. <laughs> I just remember stepping outside for the like we were gonna go out the first night I got there, and I stepped out. I'm like, what is this? I was just yeah. drenched in sweat. I'm like, I can't even breathe. What is yep. this? Yep. And uh, pretty quickly after that, I told her, I'm like, I didn't know how to work it in to be like this place sucks and eventually i did and she's like oh my god me too i hate here i'm like really we and like then, high fived we're like oh, did we just become best friends <laughs> and, and then you guys ended up and you know you're a year outside houston now and it seems like things are you know more applicable for you guys here yeah. a, a dude situation for you guys so yeah. good I'm, yeah i'm born and raised um houston oh yeah that's yeah, right that's so, just, you basically just went home yeah so when you moved dope. to austin when you moved like the best city so you're born and raised in like the third best city in Texas. <laughs> you moved back to the third best city in Texas. Yeah. What, are you, what are you going to move to the first best city in Texas? Dude, the first. Austin. <laughs> Texas is first best city. First best city. the capital. Um, Welcome, y'all. <laughs> well, we, we, dude, we, you're here and you're yeah. a big part of our life and we have so many dope connections here. We love yeah. Austin. We really do. Yeah. yeah. We, have, we have a couple of things that are 
keep keeping us in it's Houston also, right but, now. But Austin for you guys is also like a getaway. Dude, it's, yeah. a, it's the most perfect yeah. getaway. And once you live here, it's like not really a getaway anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we feel that. I mean, that's kind of like how Florida was in my head. I grew up, yeah. you know, you, you you grew up in the north, and you're like Florida. You're like. Give me some of that shit. Like, give me like white sandy beaches, Disney World, and palm trees. Yeah. You get down there, it's not the same thing living there. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a little different. Really, really. So, your least favorite part was all of uh, it. Of Florida, yeah. uh, the people. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And your and my favorite part of Texas is the people. Yeah. Same. Yeah. See the same. vast difference. Wow. Yeah. We um I ended up being in Florida for ten years, and I, you said you mentioned so you basically came back home. Yeah. I did. I so I when I left Houston, I left to go wrestle. Yeah. I, I it was when I started wrestling, okay. and I moved to Florida, and I ended up staying there for like a duration of ten years in different parts. Um, and I, I had gotten, uh, babe, cover your ears. I had gotten married. Uh, really? <laughs> you were married. <laughs> uh, can you believe it? Uh, just for the audience, she's not married any longer. <laughs> I'm actually engaged. <laughs> um, no, I. I I, after I, I left wrestling, I ended up getting married and moving to South Florida. Yeah. And um, I'm in my heart and in my soul, like I, I'm from Texas. Yeah. I love the people and just like the vibe. It's so dope. And I actually didn't really appreciate that before I left. And because I, I, I feel like I left on it. I went on like a walkabout. Like I learned, I experienced a bunch of like really bad shit. Yeah. And then I just like learned myself and like I met grant at the tail end of like all this like super destructive stuff in my yeah. life um, yeah. and and then you know we we were in a position where we had like a i don't know like a window of a couple days to move before we had all this stuff like all this stuff we were yeah. doing oh my businesses. god it was insane so yeah. we were like once we had that high five that solidified <laughs> that we both wanted to get the fuck out of yep. south florida um and not to sound ungrateful or anything, it was so beautiful there. So, so beautiful. But yeah. it really, like, the people, it's just so different. It's just a different vibe. Um, and well, we used to talk everyone. We used to talk about this all the time. You're from Houston. You know, we're from Ohio, yeah. like Columbus. Uh, those are both, like, super strong hometown pride places. Very where, like, yeah. people, people okay. do like to, like, have camaraderie and get to know yeah. each other and, like, yeah. talk and everything. And, I mean, the closest I got to knowing people in South Florida was mostly, like, when they would almost hit you with their cars in a parking lot. Yeah, it's it's funny. Megan talked about how come everyone I've ever met from Ohio like has a chip on their shoulder, and I'm like, dude, like there there is a sense of pride, there's a sense of loyalty, yeah. it's like this sense of something that draws you from Ohio, yeah. but everyone fucking leaves Ohio. <laughs> but you, you take you spread out, yeah, you know, but you take Ohio with you, yeah. and you know, Ohio in Ohio we like call ourselves the heartland, right? We're like yeah. the heart of America, right? Yeah. And it's like there's something about Ohio just kind of stays in your heart forever yeah. but it's it's interesting you know, Celeste talked about you felt like your soul was always mm -hmm. kind of here in Texas and stuff yeah. when I came down to Austin I think everyone knows my story of moving to Austin this time came down basically never left just like you know moved here I was like well, I'm, I've never felt my soul before like wow. I'm feeling my soul here wow. yeah like this wow is where I'm supposed to be like it smacks me like, like a ton of bricks like this is home and I w I'm not from here. I've never been here. I was, in, I was like, this is just, it's just home. Um, and so, you know, since then, 
I feel like my life started when I moved to, to Texas. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, like Grant knew me back, obviously, before this. Um, but a, lot, a large part of that evolution was the mental and spiritual, um, you know, deep dive that mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of partaken. The first one was spiritual, which like psychedelics and things I like kind of got me into. Mm-hmm. But like the mental one never really happened until this year. And, you know, it's not really something to pr- be proud of at 28 years old that you never took a mental deep dive before. I mean, a true fucking But there's also, there's no dive. shame to be having about no. what at what point in your life. Yeah. You Dude, there's people in their 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, yeah. most people die before they ever do that never. deep dive on their mental. Yeah. I'm like, what, man, what do I mean by a mental deep dive? I might need your guys' help on explaining this one. But, like, my mental deep dive has been about, like, finding things um, you know, that have happened across the span of our life. Well, it's like I just said out there, if you're, you know, over 25, you, you have some trauma, period, mm-hmm. that you've undergone. If you're over 30, you probably have more trauma. I'm not there yet, but you probably have more trauma. We accumulate trauma. We accumulate things in our life that we constantly cope with or things that we constantly try to put Band-Aids over mm-hmm. or things that our egos, you know, masked. Like we were talking about the subconscious to the conscious uh, where we just constantly try to override what's going on. You know, this year around June, July, like that was the hardest part of my life. And you two were the people that I turned to. And you two were the people that kind of helped me draw out of that. And you guys helped so many other people, like, within their mental health endeavors and, and within finding the self-love and the self-trust. And, and these are these are buzzwords. This is what pisses me off about this. <laughs> what pisses me off about talking about mental health is everything's a buzzword. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is no one's actually putting in the, this work sucks. Yeah, this hard. like it, There's nothing. Re, the, the reward of this work comes so far mm-hmm. past all of the pain and the sacrifice that the egotistical sacrifices that you have to make in order to you know get to mm-hmm. get to uh, be vulnerable with yourself you have to look in the mirror and realize that you don't fucking trust yourself at all yeah. and you also don't actually like yourself grant said they they both said a lot of things that stuck with me over time but grant i want you to talk about we all have characters mm-hmm. and we all have like who we actually are, but then the characters. Yeah. And when Grant broke this down for me, like this was my entire life and they weren't coexisting. And I, I want you to just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like you said, like we've, we've known each other for five, six years. Yeah. There's like this, there, you can get a sense of somebody like you, you can always pick up on somebody. You're like, I totally vibe with them. I yeah. like them. You don't have to lo- love the same things. And you're like, dude, like we mesh well. Yeah there can even be things that you mesh well with somebody over or like you feel that vibe, that energy from somebody. And you're like, man, I don't, I'm not down with the shit they do in their life or anything. Yeah. So it does, that, that explains so much with so many relationships out there. It's like, there's something I, I feel we like, so you and I, um, until, you know, this year, we weren't like best buddies that hung out all the time, but yeah. we always had respect for each other. Yeah. We always like dug it anytime that we got the opportunity to hang out but I always observed this thing about you is everything I saw of you when I wasn't the one talking to you or interacting with you. I was like, man, I was like, I don't dig him. Yeah. And then I would, when we would talk, I'm like, mm, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. And I was like, man, there's, there's a disconnect somewhere in there. There, there there's two different worlds happening. Yeah. And then when we started working together, I think it was like the first day we, that we talked about it. I'm like, Jesus, you have a fucking character that you step into to yeah. be, it's this bigger, larger than life person. Uh, 
and and it's like this alter ego yep. that you step into. It's it's the coach. It's all these things, but it's not the coach you. It's the coach that you think you have to be, yeah. as opposed to not realizing that it's actually you that's driving that. So it, they are one in the same, but you, it'd be like Batman not having to step into the uniform to yeah. be himself to to be Batman. It's, like he, he like he's not Bruce Wayne and Batman. He would just be Batman, all right? Time. Or yeah. it, it, just Bruce Wayne all the time. Or just Bruce Wayne. All the time. Who's yeah. capable of all the same things that Batman is? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is like we create these ideas of superheroes that we have to be for society, the world, people to be loved, accepted, protected, to like keep our guards up, to show people what we want them to see of us, and we start creating this huge disconnect between ourselves and that thing, and we treat it like this armor that we step into to go out into the world and. Yeah. behave but what happens is like like you know one of the biggest things that, that we talk about is with you especially is it's so ironic with you uh you did what most people don't do you accomplished all of the tangible surface layer things successful businesses bodybuilding champion uh you know you're you're very well known like great network of people most people chase that shit their whole life trying to fix their problems you chased it early, attained it without even necessarily trying to, like you've always said, you're like, I didn't know I was gonna do this. I didn't know it was gonna yeah. reach the level it did, but it just evolved. But you do that, you achieve those things. And then you look back and you're like, man, I achieved, I attained all this stuff and I still am sitting with these feelings, these emotions, these problems. And you don't even classify them as emotions, feelings, traumas, whatever, you know, trauma, super trigger word for people. Yeah. People are like, oh, I don't have any traumas because it's like, especially men. Like if you say trauma, it, it, we associate it most of the time with like sexual assault trauma or death trauma, which if you, if we're talking about death as a man, you then think about, well, if it's trauma to me, I was emotional, I was sad, funeral, crying. I'm not weak. I'm a man. Yeah. So we deny it to ourselves. Dude, a trauma is literally anything that you experienced in your life that you subconsciously create a coping mechanism around. Yeah. And we don't, we're not even aware of these things. So you ask people that are like, no, I don't have dramas. And, and, and let me, let me add it. I need to add some physiology nerd in, in, into all of this. The reason we're not aware of it is because our brain, I talked about on the podcast where it is unbelievably malleable. Whatever your brain has to respond to, it's going to respond to. Um, like, like um, something like uh, Alzheimer's, for example, mm -hmm. you know, you show signs of Alzheimer's takes like 20 years mm -hmm. to actually like happen. So if you get Alzheimer's like 65, like it started happening in your forties yeah. and like, there, you know, there's no way to fight it. Right. But the reason we can't find it is because your brain works around it so much. Your brain builds other pathways or builds other connections or builds other what the fuck ever that it is that it needs in order to function, operate at a high level. And that's how you, you don't, realize that what's going on until it's way fucking too late so the reason we don't understand that we're coping with these traumas is your, your brain just adapts you don't tell it to it Dude, doesn't ne ask you to. neuroplasticity is a beautiful thing it's an unbelievable thing and it, it's it's infinite right it's infinite. But, just, but just like anything else it's not inherently good or bad it's whatever you use it for exactly it's going to amplify all it is is it amplifies whatever you're like you is at your core so how do we how do we diagnose trauma how do we, how do we, when, when, Celeste, when, when you're looking at yourself and you're looking at things you've gone through and traumatic events that have happened in your life, how, how do you find it? How do you rip the bandaid off from, from what that trauma is, what that coping mechanism is? Uh, I mean, it, it's incredibly complex and very dependent on the person. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I know 
through personal experience, um, the things that started kind of unfolding for me that allowed me to actually even acknowledge that I had this like fucking suitcase, Mm -hmm. like five suitcases of (laughs) shit. And, um, and I was, so what had happened for me is that I experienced the way that I uh, coped. I experienced yeah. trauma very early on. Does, we all do in our childhood, yeah. and and trauma doesn't have to be like what Grant was saying. It doesn't have to be this big catastrophic thing. It's yeah. like something that um, that you form a coping mechanism to mm-hmm. um, get, get through it because it's yeah. too painful. And most of us, um, I know this is true for me. Um, I was never taught. I, I grew up in a house that uh, with a parent that had very un, unregulated emotions, and so it was suppress, 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 explode. So you weren't allowed yeah. to. You didn't feel like you were able to talk about right. things. You were like your your family didn't talk about things. Right. Well, okay. two things happened. Okay. I I learned. I understood that it's not allowed. Not okay. Doesn't matter to express to ask for what you want to to ask for what you need. Um, yeah it's it's safer to kind of just keep that in um and then you all so so i didn't learn communication skills and then i also learned i I learned by um observing or i learned by actually being in the environment that like if i did xyz mom would be happy Uh, if i do xyz um maybe she won't have one of those angry outbursts Um, so your coping mechanism became whatever the fuck makes mom happy right but not what makes you happy you weren't able to focus on that. right and when you're from the age of zero to seven eight nine you don't have logical thinking you don't have logical thinking you don't have your your frontal lobe so uh, developed so anything that happens to you it you it can form these deeply ingrained beliefs about Mm -hmm. who you are Mm -hmm. um who you who you should be what the world is um, and then those just become uh, like the foundational things that that where, where all of your behavior comes from. Yeah. Um, and and so I became the way I chose to cope. I became very um, disassociated from from the moment. And, and, and so I don't have a lot of memories uh, from my childhood. And I think that's probably pretty common. But I know for me, I I was so disassociated from everything because yeah. I guess everything became very painful. Yeah. It's just like a, it's just like it was turbulent, and there was um, not a not a lot of money, not of not a lot of resources, um, an absent parent, you know, yeah. so all, all those things that can really build into just a, a very dysfunctional or unsafe um, environment to mm-hmm. like feel like you can express yourself um, or like be you um, without like a repercussion of what might what what might happen with your parents or yeah. you know yeah. um and so like i just i kept accumulating yeah these these traumatic these these painful things and it's because of like the way i was operating so like yeah. i would choose to i you know i had a fear of abandonment um and Me so too. Like, yeah it's like it's it fucks you up dude it so fucks like you up. what you don't know though is like you you perpetuate that behavior in those relationships throughout your whole life until you actually like uh, realize like what's happening so so let me talk about the abandonment thing because i think i might be biased because Mm -hmm. this is one of the biggest things i worked on with you guys and it's something you have obviously experienced as well and it's something that i think a lot of people have experienced i didn't realize that that's what was happening i learned through like working with you guys talking with you guys after one of our calls one day, I remember I was just like sitting there thinking about things like, you know, fuck, like, like I, I, I'm terrified of people leaving me. Mm-hmm. And when people leave me, I act a type of way um, because, or, or, or I act a type of way to prevent people from leaving me as well. Now, you know, my coping mechanism is like, well, 
I did so much for you. Like, how could you do this to me? And so my, my, the overall coping mechanism was, what if I just give you more, 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 keep pouring from mm-hmm. my cup, making it seem like you need me rather than like you actually want to like genuinely be here. Yeah. Um, and like, that's what I, that's kind of what I was exhibiting. That's kind of what I was doing because I have such a fear of abandonment mm-hmm. from, you know, things that happened in my childhood yeah. and, you know, I, all of us have things that happen. A majority of us have 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 had someone at some time walk out at a really bad time or a really painful time. But I never sat here and thought about what they were going through, like what they were going through. In their, for example, and I'm fine talking about this on the podcast, which is kind of shocking uh, given <laughs> where I was when I reached out to you guys. My dad, yeah. right? I held so much anger towards him because like you weren't there. You weren't part of this. You have been absent and you've been gone. And even when you were there, you weren't fucking there, right? I didn't realize until I ripped the fucking Band-Aid off or like we were talking about before, how I kind of do things like Celeste said suitcases. I kind of build doors and like throw everything behind the door and then make sure that the locks can't be configured, right? Just swallow like, the key. Yeah, just swallow the fucking keys. <laughs> um, NF, you guys know who NF is? The rapper? Yeah. He like has some songs that like relate to like, like Mansions is one of his songs. And I'm like, man, I listen to that song. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is me. And I'm not proud of it. Oh, fuck, this is me. But until this year when I actually was able to dive in, like what the fuck? was going on mm-hmm. I realized you know my dad had things going on too like my dad had he had to be a fucking human and humans are inherently selfish no matter what Grant is going to put Grant first he has to put Grant first because you can't break the genetic code of Grant putting Grant first Celeste's going to put Celeste first you, you are two of the most selfless people I know but you still have to be inherently selfish in order to just thrive as a human being on this planet right and it's actually something I've learned from you guys to be more selfless but the abandonment issue, as I think something that, as it would it be Men's Mental Health Month, this is something that men struggle with at a monster, monster clip. There's a lot of broken households. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of just leaving happening. And there's not like blame to necessarily be placed, but there's a lot of guys growing up without a guy to look up to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very fucking important to have that. And I, I have no research and no fucking data on that, but I think it's really important to like have a guy that you want to like emulate in your life. Dude, 100%. And, and so how do we start unpacking? Uh, where do we, where do we go? It's, where do we go from here? We, we, let's say you're listening to this and you're like, I have abandonment. Right. I, I have this issue. Where do we go from here? Uh, well, it, where is it manifesting in your life? Mm-hmm. Like what what are, what behaviors um, lead to it? Like mm-hmm. I, so, it can manifest in relationships. So if you have a fear of abandonment, you can be your behavior uh, could lead you to push someone away from you out of, out of fear. So you push someone away from you, you put a wall up. Like fuck you, you can't leave me, you can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. So you push somebody away, and mm-hmm. so inevitably when they do leave, you're like aha, mm-hmm. I this always everyone always leaves me. It's confirmation bias. Well and. Exactly. And like what you're talking about is we perpetuate our own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we, we 100% do. Um, for example, um, somebody like, like, let's talk about relationships because that seems where everything's prevalent. Yeah. So um, say some like one of one of them aren't home at the time they say they're going to be home at. Okay. The other person just reaches out like, hey, everything cool. They take that as 
a, a challenge or like they're being parented or they're being, they're having their power taken away. Like I can't do whatever I want yeah. because of that. Instead of like processing it as like, they care about me. They, they give a shit what's happening to me. Oh, I did say this. So instead of just owning that, yeah, I said I was going to be home in an hour and it's three hours later and they're just checking in on me. It becomes this thing where we, our brain processes it like, fuck that. I'm allowed to do whatever I want to do. They're trying to hold me down. So when they come home, they end up being an, like kind of an asshole. They, yeah. they get mad at they, because in their head, they already have it convinced that person's mad at me because I wasn't home at the time I said I was. Yeah. When that person was only reaching out to you to make sure you're okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not the issue that you were later than you were. The issue becomes that you're being an asshole when you get home. Yeah. But as the individual, you struggle to see that because you, you're convinced that it's about the issue that you put in your brain probably 20 years ago that says, people are gonna be mad at me about this. I disappoint people, I let people down which could come as simple and easy. Like you said, um, you know, your relationship with your father, dude, it could be your dad one day when you're say seven years old and you're asking for something like, can I get that toy or can we stop here? And he turns around and he goes, you haven't behaved. You haven't been good enough. Well, at that moment, you don't hear him saying, dude, your mom and I argued this morning. Uh, I'm possibly going to get laid off from work next week. And uh, I, I don't know, like, I couldn't find my, my wallet when we were leaving the house. Yeah. So I'm stressed about, I'm stressed financially. You hear, I'm not good enough and I don't deserve the things that I want. Because we don't have logical thinking yet because your prefrontal cortex hasn't developed, you don't think about it. You, your, your brain's operating in a theta wavelength, mm -hmm. which means it's just absorbing everything. From that point on, you put that in your head, then you have a mechanism in your brain called your reticular activating system. That is responsible for finding all the evidence all around the world, all the time to confirm what you've told yourself. Yeah. The confirmation bias. 100%. So confirmation bias is rooted in our, in our brain is what you're saying. Yes. Interesting. Well, you're asking about like, how do you find it? How do you unpack it? Yeah. It's like an, an, uh, something that we do that you practice, um, that you've implemented since, yep. since we've worked together is um, becoming aware of your feelings throughout the day, whether that means um, setting alarms in your phone mm -hmm. or having someone that you're accountable to, like mm -hmm. your partner or whatever it is. It's like check in with yourself every couple of hours, like mm -hmm. literally Ugh, feelings. Feelings. <laughs> you but need it's to like, make yourself feel. Well, because a lot of people uh, don't acknowledge yeah. feelings or emotions if they they don't want to have them or if they feel like they're negative, whatever it is, or they have shame. There's a million reasons, yeah. but like a lot of times we just we are disassociated from the moment. Mm -hmm. Like that's very familiar to me because I did that my entire fucking life, mm -hmm. and so now like my practice is like becoming more present all the time because yeah. like when you can become aware because you're you're not your emotions you're not your feelings yeah. you're not your thoughts you 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 are the awareness that observes them like your consciousness uh, consciousness right so yeah. you observe those things so if you if you're trying to learn yourself and you're trying to like uh, you know, unlock yourself, find yeah. out where your, your roadblocks are, things that hold you back, things that determine, uh, your behaviors yeah. and, and ultimately the, the quality of your relationships with yourself and others, um, start checking in with yourself, like set five alarms in your phone, like every couple of hours, whatever, you know, times work best. And then the alarm is like, check in, breathe, feel, and, mm -hmm. and then you just take, you take five seconds and you just write it down. Like, fuck, I'm feeling, um, you know, I feel right now, like I don't feel good enough. I feel like an imposter, right? I'm, you know, about to go into a job interview or yeah. if it's just like, you're fucking eating lunch and you're like, I'm really grateful for this meal right now, yeah. whatever it is, but you start learning 
um, you start learning things, how things affect you and how you show up to things and like where your triggers might be. And like, even whether it's a person place thing, you just start, you literally, you start learning yourself. You start studying yourself. Yeah. Well, and to to build on that, it's like, um, you know, people will be like, I'll deal with shit when it happens. Like I'm not pissed right now. Why would I, why would I deal with that right now? Yeah. I don't know. Why don't like? Why don't football players just go out and play on Saturdays? Exactly what you I'm saying. You, you, you <laughs> it's because you have to create a simulation for yourself. Yeah. You know, people think uh, they hear meditation, journaling, being mindful, all these yeah. kind of things, and they think, "Oh, that's just so woo woo." Like people think it's so woo woo, but I, not to not to interrupt you, but it changed my life. It changed my life, and I started doing it consistently since I started working with you guys, and like it has changed my. I feel gratitude. All the time throughout the day. I have a rock that you remember the rock. Mm-hmm. I have the fucking rock. This remember when I had my 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 bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fanny it's it's in the back of it. It's in the back slide. We got them in ours. Yeah, yeah. It's in the back slide of my. I, I have a rock that essentially um, it's it's gratitude. Like it, it means gratitude. It means be here in the moment. It means like the here and now. And I carry it. Um, in, in the back, if you ever see me at a show, I have my little satchel, little Indian yeah. satchel. It's in the back of my satchel, which usually sits on the side of my heart. Um, mm. and sometimes my you know neck gets a little sore, so I switch sides. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the the practicing these woo woo things that Grant is talking about changed my fucking life. Well, think about it. Why why do we say woo woo? I used to do it too. I'd be like I'd be like, oh, this shit, that's woo woo. That's you must be a tree hugging hippie. Yeah. And it's like because I didn't understand it. Exactly. Because we grew up in a world that preaches uh, everything that's tangible. Chase money. Especially Chase. us. Yeah. Especially yeah. Men. Yeah. men. Men aren't allowed in my household. I, I I was supposed to be a man. Right. And what did I think a man was? A man cut the grass. A man did chores outside of the house, and the women did chores inside the house. A man is strong. He's always strong. He has to be strong. He has to show up for his family and, and, and be the stronghold of his family. And all of that, uh, All uh, a man played sports. A man was competitive, and, and he was driven, and he would practice these sports. Um, a man did all the physical work. He needed a box move. He needed furniture move. He needed something. A man mm-hmm. did that. There was never a time to, like, like my sister, and my mom would sit in her room and cry. Sometimes my sisters like started having you know periods and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and like started having unregulated emotions that were going well. I n- I never got to have that. It, it was suppressed. It, it, men like Grant and I have experienced that, and people like Grant and I have experienced that our entire lives. And like what you guys are talking about when you're young, I think you both said like seven, eight, nine. When you're young, seven, eight, nine, you're not allowed to feel. Well, if you don't feel you have nothing to express, you're kind of living in like a yes sir, no sir world. Like, like you're you just you're just going through life. Like you're just going through life as a human. But just, we we accept anything. we accept the societal norms. We hear them, and, and yeah. nobody else is saying anything different. And that's what people hear. Like everything you just listed out, it's like, but you hear masculine, and you think man, and you hear feminine, and you think women, mm-hmm. and you know nobody stops to realize that both men and women have both energies. Masculine and feminine is an energy. It's within yeah. you. Yeah. yeah um, and, and feminine does not mean woman. It does not mean weak and like you can't do this or it's just all let's be in our feelings and emotion. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. Like guys have feelings too. Mm-hmm. Guys cry. Guys are sad. We're scared. Dude, fucking suicide is one of the leading causes of male uh, mm-hmm. deaths among men, yeah. 25 and under. Yeah. And I think it's the third uh, up to 35. Why is that? Because you're sit with all that shit all yeah. the time. It's so suppressed. You don't feel like you can express it because it feels like it's going to be utter 
death. Like the world's going to shun you, turn their back on you. Like, fuck you. You don't fit the norm. You're not fulfilling your role. Get the fuck out of here. And people are always like, why didn't, why didn't he talk to me? Why didn't he reach out? Because we're fucking weathered not to. We've been weathered not to since before we were even double digits years old. And I'm, I'm not a guy. Sorry. I hope not. <laughs> but, you know, Man, if you are, Grace, really disappointed. <laughs> well, we, I'm like, we're into some weird shit. <laughs> no judgment. But, you know, talking about the suppression of feelings, like that's like a that's a, a human being issue, right? Yeah. Like everybody who like think about your physical body, like men, women, everybody has a body. Um, so like it, I'm gonna go a little woo woo for a second, but like in, like ener- energetically, yeah. Um, your your throat your throat chakra it's like you have seven main energy centers along your spine yeah yeah your throat is your fifth one and it's referred to in many many uh, ancient cultures uh, mm-hmm. as the the pure the purification center of your body it's where okay. you speak your truth okay so if you think about it wor- words your voice expression it's all energy so like when you have something that like your soul like your heart like you want to say you want to express you need to express maybe you need help but you too you you feel like you're not allowed you don't have permission you feel shame um those the those that energy like those those words those thoughts all those things they get stuck they they energetically they get stagnant in your jaw Mm -hmm. and like think about um people that have like uh, jaw jaw pain and and it it, it can manifest like in your vocal cords just neck your neck and and energetic blockages stagnant energy literally manifest into disease and so not and something that really blew my mind when i started learning a lot about like just your energy centers um is that your your throat your your jaw is intrinsically tied to your uh sacral chakra which is your pelvis your sexual organs your hips your psoas Creativity. Um, your bladder, right. So, mm-hmm. like, it, that's your creative um, center. That's yeah. that's also your emotional center, your sacral. So, like, whenever your jaw start your your jaw your your throat chakra is locked up, stagnant, it fucking closes. It it, it tightens up, mm-hmm. locks up your your sacral chakra. Yes. Then that is that's literally your life force. It's your creativity, your potency. Wow. And so the all these energy centers work together. So literally, just from not not expressing yourself, you shut yourself down over and over and over and over again until yeah, you're just yeah. like so many people especially generations like our parents age yeah. like 50s 60s they walk around so fucking tense in yeah. their bodies because they have so much unexpressed shit unresolved emotions unresolved traumas unprocessed things just in their body and those things manifest into disease that yeah. it's cancer well and to think about that to add on to that is is now that like you have your sacral chakra so you know you're stemming that from every time we don't speak so every time you like want to speak up every time you want to um you know voice something to a significant other you want to speak up in a boardroom meeting every time you it's almost like you literally are swallowing your words it's like you're literally swallowing your energy and it's going back down and it's stagnant so then one of the biggest things that we did with you the first time was the breathing yeah is it dude like think about how we all breathe as a society we breathe into the like our ribs so you talk to your sacral chakra, your, your, your pelvis, your sexual organs, everything down there, your creativity. We literally don't breathe life into, yeah. our, into that area yeah. of our bodies. We breathe into our chest because we're scared because society told us we have to have these tiny little waists yeah. and we have to be accepted and be small or thin or don't even just be almost non-existent. That'd be yeah. better. And yeah. so we just breathe here all day. Well, anxiety's through the roof. It's rampant. Well, what happens when you get anxiety? You start breathing deep or you just shallow into your chest. We walk around like that all day long all because 
what does Instagram want to see my waistline look like? Exactly. And that's what we think about. So we're literally not even bringing life force, our air, our oxygen, mm-hmm. breath down into our pelvis. Like we don't feel it. All because of societal pressures. Yeah. And, and and the first time you guys practiced breathing with me, I was like, I've never felt oxygen into those places. <laughs> yeah. That was and, the and, most and, and, insane and thing. Well, yeah. And just yeah. For, for anyone listening, yeah. just um this is like for your grow die peeps yeah like if you struggle with this, with anxiety or you let's take let's, let's take through one right now we'll, we'll walk oh. them through one walk right. through oh. one right now we we might come off super loud if we actually do it uh, so be wa- walk them through walk them through one all right cool so let's do like five because so most people are yeah. listening to this in the car on the way to work okay so, yeah so feel into this um so you want to you want to operate from a place let of, me say let me preface with this first yeah Whoever's listening to this, yeah. believe it. Like you have big, big before we even go into anything else, yeah. because if you don't do that, everything we're about to say, mm-hmm. there's going to be a resistance to it because it's going to go against the norms of what you feel is okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, man, if anyone saw me doing this, mm-hmm. they'd be like, you're fucking weird. Do this shit. Believe this shit. Try this it. This will help you right now. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. So um, the it's it's just it's we breathe all the time, obviously, but like this is conscious breathing, mm-hmm. so it's very intentional. And there's a mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to uh, essentially communicate to our nervous system or heart or brain that we are calm, um, mm-hmm. that we're coherent, that we can access the higher perpetual centers in our mm-hmm. uh, perceptual centers in our brain, that we're just we're chilling, right? Yep. This is where that we have access to everything in the moment when we're calm um, and we're regulated. So we'll do, and you can do five, you can do ten, you can do thirty, whatever it takes. But like if you just have a couple seconds um, or a minute. You'll do conscious breathing. So take, uh, and we'll do it together, but you'll take a big breath in through your nose and then you'll expand your belly as far as it goes. And that can be really scary to some people because like just self being self-conscious and like believing one thing your whole life, like this, I can't let anyone see how big my belly could get or... Um, let so, your belly be as fat as you possibly yeah, can like on this breath. Fill it as, and, as yeah. full Dude, as even just go. try doing that. Like even just yeah. try it before you, before you take your intentional breath, breathe in through your nose and intentionally push your belly out and do that a few times. And what you're going to notice is each time you're going to go, wait, I can actually go. I'm, I'm holding on a little bit. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. And it'll blow your mind. You'll be like, holy shit, I really am. I'm trying to keep yeah. like my abs yeah. tight and everything yeah. in nice our, and neat. Our body gets into this like constant yeah. state of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, so you'll take that really big belly breath, fill it up as just as big as it can go. And then with your exhale, um, that's going to be an exhale uh, through your mouth with a little bit of force. And, yeah. and when we do this, like uh, Grant and I, we like to do, and with our clients, we like to do, we like to normalize doing it with sound. So when when you release it mm. with sound, your yeah. voice, it's a beautiful the, thing. The, yeah. It vibrationally, it like helps move stagnant energy out of you. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. And it's let's, just expression. Let's, listen, but, listen, let's do one real quick. Okay. So, turn, turn, turn. If you're listening to something in car stereo, turn it down just a little bit. But this is what it should sound like. This is what it should sound like. And just when you when you do the exhale, tell yourself this: with every exhale, you're gonna relax. So yeah. like that means relaxing your jaw, your shoulders, your butt cheeks. Relax your your asshole. Relax your asshole. Literally relax your asshole. Yeah. We, we, we literally just thought cue. about that. Yeah. That was that, that that is the best fucking cue there possibly <laughs> is. He came up with that yeah. the other night. We were t- we were we were doing a sound bath for each yeah. other, and he was like talking about like what he was experiencing, and yeah. and he. Or no, we were, we were recording content. We're yeah. recording. Oh, we're, yeah, relax. We're filming. Hey, relax your asshole. It really does. It, <laughs> it makes just you, came off. It makes you relax your whole body. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, okay, so let's do the breath. So, it's, let's, let's, give let's three just, breaths. Let's, let's give do three breaths. Let's do three. So, in through the nose, fill your belly, and then with the exhale, through the mouth, and just oh, relax. Ready? Okay, ready? Let's go. In through the nose. 
Fill it, fill it. Out to the mouth. <sighs> let it rip. If you, didn't, if you didn't let it go that time, let it go the And when next you push time. out, push everything out. Feel like it's coming up from your pelvis. Like your abs should be so yeah. flexed out in the last yes. breath that you're pushing out. You're empty. Ready? Number two. Here we Here go. We go. <sighs> Hold it. Push it out. <sighs> <sighs> That was so much better. Yeah, let's do the last one. Last one. Here we go. Be mindful on this one. This will be the best one. Here we go. (sighs) Let your body sink. Let your body melt. (sighs) Just be here. You're in control of that. So much calmer. This is literally you taking power over your nervous system. And the people who did it with us, clear heart, clear, clear heart, clear eyes, clear mind, can't lose, right? The people who did that with us clearly feel unbelievable. If you did that with us and you don't feel this extreme relief, rewind. Do it again with us and exhale louder. Inhale deeper. Not your stomach out more. Let give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to let go of the thoughts because as soon as we feel a sense of relaxation, um, it's especially the way our society is today is like more, harder, faster. Do do more. Work all day, every day. Sleep. Fuck you. Don't sleep at all. Just work nonstop. Go to the gym while you're working. Brag about how you didn't sleep last night. Yeah, working. And and as long as you hashtag savage or beast mode on everything, you're you're fucking. But but think about give yourself the permission that you don't have to fulfill those roles in these moments because what we're trying to do is we're trying to simulate something. So this isn't the end all be all right here. This is the start of it. This is a step. This is a this is a step. So give yourself the permission that as soon as you do these breaths and you feel that sense of relaxation, don't judge yourself. You're allowed to feel that. You do not have to immediately have all the same worried thoughts come back into your head. You know what? What the breathing opened up for me. If you look at our timeline of working together. I started the breathing. I did the breathing every single day. I called you guys before Ashley won the Texas Pro. We did breathing yeah. practices together on the phone. Yeah. The breathing allowed me to relax enough to manifest from a place of a clear mind. The manifestation from a clear mind allowed me to have goals that are actually tangible rather than, I want to win this show. What do I actually want to do with this client? It allowed me to have goals that are tangible such as, I want, there's something on my heart right now and I need to find what's on my heart and I need to decipher how I'm going to re-fix whatever is going on. It allowed me to have the clarity of speaking my truth from the throat chakra. These things allowed me to open up into um, a sense of gratitude all throughout the entire day which allowed me to meditate into a deeper place, like true meditation. I thought I was meditating like before we worked together. The breathing unlocked all of these things to allow true meditation to occur. True meditation allows me to operate with a clear mind in my work throughout mm-hmm. the entire day and allows me to be as creative as possible, which again goes back to the throat going down into your creative mm-hmm. chakra, all because it started with breathing. Mm-hmm. And again, this might be too woo woo for people, but it worked on me. Dude, Dude think about it. Worked on you guys. It's life force. It's life force. It's breath. Yeah. But look at what you just did. People want one to one correlation. Like, look at uh, fitness coaching. It's yeah. like people will eat one healthy meal and be like, "Where are my abs at?" Yeah. After eating McDonald's for thirty fucking years. Yeah. And be like, we 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 
put in effort. We want the direct result immediately. Yeah. But look at what you just said. It, it wasn't one to one. It was this because yeah. I did this. It led to this. Yeah. And because I was able to achieve this, it led to this and this led to this and this led to this. It's, it affects yeah. everything. It's and, a ripple effect. And when I came to you guys, remember my energy, I felt dry. I remember talking about, I feel like I'm never caught up. I'm always a thousand miles an hour. I'm constantly drained. My job as a bodybuilding coach is to absorb the energy of all of my athletes. I have 160 some athletes who I'm working with currently. I absorb all of their energy. Whoever I'm responding to, whatever I'm doing, whatever's going on. That is a constant drain of mine because I have to give them some of mine. So I'm absorbing theirs, but I'm giving more of mine. I have to, my job, part of my job description is to show up for you the way you're showing up for yourself and the way you're showing up for me. So I have to disperse this energy to all these people. And to each individual client, it's one person. But over the course of a day, it's I might talk to 80 clients in a day. Breathing, the breathing techniques, mastering and mastering the calm has allowed me to find a way to fill my energy to as protect well. Protect your energy. Protects my energy. And and this, this is so fucking massive to me because what you just said, I'm like, we'll do a real time on air. I knew you were going to do this. This is such a big thing to me because I used to be the same way yeah. with all of my clients. I would, I'd absorb their energy and yeah. I bet on Sundays you feel like you got hit by a truck. Oh yeah. Bad. I used to be the same way. I would do, I would do two full days of check-ins uh, and, and our check-ins were video. So like I saw it, like I felt it. Yeah. Um, and, and dude, my clients started crying. I was feeling their emotion with them. I was, and I can still do that, mm -hmm. but I don't absorb their energy anymore. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between absorbing and observing. Yeah. All you have to be able to do is truly observe. Yeah. And once you observe, uh, you, you can get a sense of what's actually happening. You don't have to absorb because when you absorb, you literally are taking on their energy and it, instead of letting it feed you, uh, you know, it, it factors into the whole idea of introvert versus extrovert. Yeah. You know, we, and this is the coolest breakdown of it is an introvert. Um, the way they operate is they wake up in the morning, they have five coins in their pocket. Each coin they give out drains them. Every, every interaction they have, it drains them. It takes away from them. An extrovert wakes up in the morning with no coins in their pocket and every interaction they have, it puts one in their pocket. Like oh, they, they, cool. they, they gain from it. That's cool. And to me, that was the difference between absorbing and observing yeah. and, and taking it on and truly actually being able to be empathetic and feel it and then yeah. use intuition and compassion to meet them where they're at. That is cool. And yeah. also though, but as a coach and any capacity, like you, you're saying you the and the way that you specifically you show up is very intense oh yeah so it's like the more that you can be in a place of like calm centered um you'll know no matter what you'll know what to do yeah you, no matter what because yeah. when you can connect to that aspect of yourself your in your intuitive uh abilities you, the you Literally, your intuition yeah. and telling you what what's right, what feels right right now for this person. Yeah. Um, and, and it allows you to operate like that and instead of like something more reactionary, like you're dealing with a bunch of shit from earlier yeah. in the day and then you yeah. can't you can't show up the way that you want to show up. Yeah. Um, so that's like that's also your integrity. So well, it's not, like you're yeah. breathing for your fucking integrity. Absolutely. Well, and yeah. think about what you're doing on prep uh, on uh, peak week yeah. and the day of a show you are, you are literally trying to keep your client your athletes their stress at an all-time low yeah. so that they can perform at their all-time best yeah. 
we absorb, we're like we not absorb, but we literally pick up on other people's energy. So it allows you to actually give, exemplify what you are trying to get them to do. If yeah. you're calm and you're relaxed, if it's like, oh, we're looking all around, they yeah. pick up on that, they start feeling that. Cortisol starts getting released oh, in their yeah. body immediately. And, and, and that's an interesting note because I used to, I put so much pressure on myself. Like I have to live up to this character that I didn't even realize had been, had, had been created. I have to prove myself and I couldn't figure out what the fuck I needed to prove myself to and the whole time it was just this character that had been created across the years of whatever created that character right through the breathing practice the transitive property has gone all the way down to I go into a show kind of I know I know the outcomes you know it's 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 we did everything we could to yield the best possible outcome and whatever happens today is going to be a fun experience it's going to be a learning experience it's going to be good that comes out of it like over the weekend i lost three overalls mm -hmm. my clients finished second and three overalls mm -hmm. and for most people great weekend for me maybe not up to standard but the reality is dude my clients showed the fuck out they got themselves in that position mm -hmm. they did everything i asked for them to do I did. I gave them my absolute best. I had a clear uh, heart about it the entire time. I was never distraught over what happened, which is very new to me. When 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 I don't win, I'm very upset, and that upset energy can has in the past transferred to the client, and now we're both mutually upset. Over the weekend, I just kept feeling proud. This entire ever since we started working together, I really gave effort into the breathing component, into into the full buy-in component. I've just felt mental clarity every single time anything happens because the reality is I know that I gave my all. I know that I did my best. I know the client gave me their all. I know that they gave me their best. Sometimes the cards don't fall in your favor. But this is transferred everywhere into my life, not just my work either. Hey, so sometimes things pop up. It, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to, just to add to that yeah. quickly is is that um, aside from the result, aside from the outcome yeah. of who places where and, and, you know, from that aspect, which I know is the, it's the reason, you know, people do uh, bodybuilding shows for a yeah. lot of reason, but you know, to win is fucking great. Absolutely. Um, and especially for you as, as, as uh, a coach with, with as much uh, passion and integrity mm -hmm. as you do have. Um, but it like choosing to practice, um, choosing practices that bring you to the present moment that bring you to calm that that help you stay centered and feel what's in your heart um to speak your truth whatever it is um that aside from from that outcome it literally deepens your life it Absolutely. deepens your life experience because you can fucking be present mm -hmm. and like appreciate things mm -hmm. like people that trained 16 weeks to be on stage or however long um it's like Oh my God, please enjoy that moment. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With, with no pressure. Enjoy the moment with just simply have fun. Yeah. And I know coming from me, it's very ironic. I Before every single one of my athletes goes on stage, you know, the last thing I say to them, have fun up there. I love you. And that's, it, that's you know, awesome. I used to say things like, go fucking get it. Go fucking win this class. Now, I will say after after the figure overall last week, I went backstage and I was I, I was walking by Emily, who's my bikini rose in the overall, and I looked at her and like she has the same passion as I uh, as I do, and she wasn't real. She could tell that whew, we we really want to bring this home. I looked at her and I was like, go fucking win this show. But it was in an uplifting manner, yeah. rather than like in the past. I feel like it was more of like a I need you to do this to satisfy my ego. Right. It was more so on the side of Emily. 
I want you to go win this show. I want you to go win this show. <laughs> and it's for you. And the shift in that feels unbelievable. Wow. Well, it feels unstoppable. And it allows you to be present also. Because, oh, absolutely. Because what happens is we all focus on the external. And I don't know many, many things out there more than like bodybuilding, yeah. where it's like the focus is completely on the external. 100%. And we get so caught up in the result, mm -hmm. which is the external, that mm -hmm. we'll, we, we lose sight of the process. And that's something you guys worked on me with. We had a full last hour conversation about stop focusing on the result. Right. And I've been able to enjoy the process. It, sound, it sounds really fucked up to say that, doesn't it? It does. When, when <laughs> I'm hired, I'm hired for one reason. Yeah. Right. And like, like, like if, if you lose a lot, then you get fired. But the reality is shifting that process, mm -hmm. shifting the, the, the thought, the emotional process from around this, we have to get first place to, I need you to bring your absolute best. I need you to be proud of yourself after the show. It's amazing how much more, I mean, we're 60 on 65 this year. Hell yeah, man. We weren't 60 on 65 last year when I was operating under a different way. It allowed, it empowers the athlete. And I feel like my entire coaching is empowering the athlete. And again, this sounds so funny people, but we love the transitive property. If I never mastered breathing, I wouldn't have been all the way over here mm -hmm. where I can just pull myself into gratitude into the moment at any given time. Well, right now people, you know, people might be listening to this and they're like, well, does it really fucking benefit you that much? Cause I mean, you just said you didn't win that many. Well, here's the thing. Everything's an investment yep. and nothing's linear. Mm -hmm. So this was an opportunity. Like I guarantee that you came away from that event, whatever it was, it maybe might not be necessarily around uh, more cardio, different training style, but you took, you, you had takeaways of how you're going to go back to the drawing board and approach it differently the next time exactly. so that it doesn't keep happening the next time. But what do most people do? They get fucking pissed. Yeah. They're not able to actually be present in the moment and be like, okay, this is what we need to assess and this yep. is what's happening. Instead, they, you know, three weeks later, they might go back to the drawing board and they're going back to it with resentment, anger. They're pissed. They're like, we have to fucking do this because yeah. this shit happened and it's anger. Yeah. And you would experience the same thing all over again. Yeah. But it's the ability more than anything to be present yeah. because it's like, what does anything matter? And like you said, it's like, you hire me for one reason is to get a result, but it's like, like the intangible aspect is how are you achieving that result? Absolutely. You know, it's like we, as athletes, we get caught on, you know, you have to squat, you have to sit down to 90, you have to stand all the way up. Yep. As much weight on your back as possible. Mm -hmm. Let's go internal. How are you moving that weight? Yeah. I know for sure when I used to squat like 700, it was like a good morning, kind of yeah, like, yeah. kind of like I look like a dolphin coming out of the water. I mean, yeah. like, it wasn't yeah. pretty. There was no intent behind it. It was like a CrossFit movie. Yeah. <laughs> Think of how many people leave the gym on like, go fucking savage on leg day. Yeah. They walk out and they are just like, I'm just drained. Yeah. They don't go, holy shit, my quads are about to fall off or my yeah. hamstrings are about to snap yeah. because they just, all they did is they just fucked their nervous system up Absolutely. the entire time instead of any intent on anything. And then they go, why am I so strong? But I, my, my muscles are small yeah. or, but it's like, it's the whole idea, grow or die. Yeah. Literally, it's yeah. the name of your podcast. Yeah, it's it's like, it. grow your perspective, grow your idea of what's possible, grow your, your, your knowledge base, your information you take in, or you're gonna die. You're gonna die in the exact same spot you've been forever. Yeah. Like everyone talks about rocket science. Dude, rocket science, there's just two parts to it. There's either lift, propulsion, or drag. Like there isn't a hover, mm -hmm. there isn't a hover. Like you're either going forward or you're falling you're going back. Backwards, period. And and that's I I, I love that because that's the why I named the podcast what this was. Dude, um, I just want to. This isn't 
it's on topic for the podcast, but uh, a little bit off topic. topic. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say is because like I know the nature of what we're talking about. We're talking about what you do and yeah. your athletes. And you have a fucking massive team mm -hmm. and um, a, a reputation and it's elite. Mm -hmm. um, and you're the leader. Mm -hmm. You're the fucking leader. And I know that you take we both know because we know you very intimately mm -hmm. from working with you like you like you especially now too you're you're learning to operate solely like from your heart yeah which is amazing and it's also it vulnerable amazing. It's, scary it's fucking vulnerable to do it mm -hmm. it's also very vulnerable to talk about it mm -hmm. as the person that you are like you know the the whole like, what we open the podcast with about the character of justin yeah. Haley, um it's very vulnerable to um start to change that character based Absolutely. on what people have always known you to be in the past yeah. um and you also like it's vulnerable as fuck to talk about this stuff on your podcast yeah. um, and say like, I, Hey, I learned this. I was fucking this up. I literally learned this this year. Yeah. These things I changed this year. And, and with Grant and I, like we, are, you know, our personal, you know, our self-realization, self-development journeys are different. Yeah. Like the, you know, they, they like Grant facilitated, um, my, like an awakening, my, yeah. my massive transformation in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and so he, that required him to do, you know, to have, a, a some sort of transformation in his Absolutely. life first. But yeah. the, the, the whole point of it all is that like it, doing this shit alone it, it's it's next to impossible because uh, when you're stuck in it you can't see it you're not going to do it alone you if, if you want to embark on this journey alone and achieve the things that we're talking about and she it's it's, it's not going to happen alone and and i say that from a place of i i have actually tried it alone but the half reality is <laughs> but the reality is you you have to have guidance in, in achieving um the the gratitude and the you know true self-awareness and the true um combinement of character versus you know real life you know, persona um it's perspective and, yeah, well you're it's you're 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 a bodybuilding coach right mm -hmm. why do you have a bodybuilding coach when you're exactly. doing shows Exactly. Why? It helps. I, I, so I don't have to take the reins on anything. Not I just follow along. Why else? Accountability. You can't be subjective enough with yourself. You can't be, can't be, no, not at all. It's, I will be extremely biased. Right. I'll, I'll feed the confirmation bias right. that we talked about. Um, to cover up all of my flaws, all my weaknesses, all the flaws. Dude, That's where you guys things that are in. painful, yeah. Or insecurities. Yeah. Absolutely, you guys were the puzzle piece for me to allow me to really like unlock my heart, if you will, yeah. and like actually allow all the systems in my body, my physical, my mental, my emotional, um, um, uh, my spiritual, everything kind of come together in one. You know, you guys help so many people do that. And That's why, like, I tell anyone who reaches out to me, like, dude hit grand slice <laughs> up like see if you can fucking work with you do do yeah, that you do. you're amazing oh, yeah. we you hear really people. Do. yeah I, I i definitely send a lot of people your way and everyone is listening to this freaking podcast like it's it's truly changed my life and i i i appreciate that the people who listen to this podcast give me a platform to be able to spread you know kind of my realities of bodybuilding kosher whatever I, I talk about on the day but this podcast is one that's you know probably more important than any of those because if anything, to me, this is an opportunity for you guys to start your journey. Like, my journey is far from over. My journey is six months in, and it's far, 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 far from over. Five months in, it's far from over. Bro, none of ours are ever going to be yeah, over. They're, they're over the day we die. Exactly. Like, that's it. It's infinite, yeah. right? It keeps it's, going. It's infinite, but there's infinite growth. Mm -hmm. There's infinite things. 
reach out to someone. Reach out to Grand Celeste. Reach out to someone you trust. It doesn't even have to be Grand Celeste. For me, it was there. For, for, for everyone who's listening to this, you have to have a companion. I tell all my athletes, yo, hire, hire, like, go talk to a psychologist. Go talk to someone who you trust. That's not even a psychologist. Go talk to people who truly want to help you. And like, that's what you guys did for me. And, and I know you guys have a kind of a cool offering for the Girl at I podcast listeners. I would love for you to. It's Grant dancing. <laughs> Grant DM dancing. DM you a d- naked dancing. Like, yes. That's, that's the only fans. We need only fans. <laughs> no, grab me my booby tassel. Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> no, we, uh, yeah, we, so we have a couple different experiences we offer through yeah. uh, our business. And they're all uh, amazing. Thank you, man. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're really stoked about them. You know, one of them is our executive level coaching. Yeah. Uh, another one is, um, it's this hyperlapse, like 14 week experience that we offer. It's called Immersion 84. It's in, uh, the actual process of it's 84 days long. Uh, and it's us nonstop and it's available. It's amazing. And we actually just closed enrollment last Thursday. Um, but dude, here's the deal. But wait. But I'm like limited time offer. Um, no, but it's like we, we, we chatted about it. And we're like, dude, like if you're part of the grow or die audience, like you are somebody who wants more. Yeah. You, you, you do want more. Now where you're at in that process, that's completely up to you. Yeah. But if you're somebody who wants that, like you're like, dude, like let's fucking go. I want to make change now. Yeah. Uh, we decided that if anybody within your audience, if they reach out to us, uh, Celeste or myself, just shoot, literally shoot us a DM mm-hmm. uh, because we don't have any other platforms open right now for that enrollment process. Yeah. Just shoot us a DM, mention the Grow or Die podcast and say you'd like to apply. Yeah. Uh, th- there's no, there's no, no commitment, no commitment yeah. with that. There's no yeah. obligation. In case just, you have commitment yeah, issues. Issues, <laughs> which, which we'll handle. Which I did. <laughs> I still <laughs> So today, when, when's this gonna air? Uh, this is going to be out tomorrow. All right. Nice. Yeah. All right. Nice turnaround. Yeah. So uh, by Black Friday, so yeah. a little over a week, about eight days from now, yeah. hit us that by then and we'll still be able to get, we'll, we'll still get you in. It's, this isn't for everybody. This is only for this audience only that we're still leaving it open. And, and there involves a very, uh, an in-depth in-depth discovery call, um, which is also no commitment. Very in-depth. You, yeah. When you make this discovery call, you better motherfucking be ready. <laughs> I, I, I say that from a place of understanding. It's intense. It's so fun, though. We, we, yeah. we, we love doing those. It, it gives it, like, I mean, I'd say we probably, like, take in maybe 30% of the, the calls that we do, the yeah. interview calls that we do. And we do all of them. We don't charge for yeah. our, our consultation calls. Yeah. Because it, dude, it gives us energy. It like Absolutely. feeds us. Yeah. We love it. We love connecting with people, hearing people's stories, learning and, from people. Too. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's so it's so beautiful to get on like a video call with a, a total stranger, yeah. and you just say one thing, and it triggers something, and they just start crying, and yeah. you can tell it's like they've been wanting to do that for years and they're breaking down, they're opening up because they're at the end of that rope. And it doesn't mean like it's just mental health. It it could mean straight up. Like, I just feel hopeless right now. I feel, I feel lost. I feel like I don't know where to turn, uh, whether it's for your business, you want to improve your body, you want to improve your relationships. We work on you as an individual mm-hmm. and you can then apply yourself to all those areas. And that it's, it's such an empowering thing to undergo. And I appreciate everything you guys have done for me. I hope that people who listen to this um, take the opportunity to open themselves up to, for more 
and and truly wanting more and uh, and pushing themselves towards that um you know through with your guys guidance i mean i really appreciate you guys making that offer as well um grant celeste we could like sit here and talk for hours so we, we should do, do another one yeah yeah, well, yeah we should do another one next month that'd be real fucking dope next month's a little crazy but if it, if, if it can happen i think people are gonna fucking love this one okay. i appreciate you guys taking time out of your crazy freaking days to come down here and talk with my crazy freaking ass on the podcast we <laughs> love you <laughs> Justin, we love you as yeah. a human being and i fucking so love you guys so much yeah <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate you guys. I can't wait till the next one. To find Grant and Celeste, uh, they're going to be tagged on my fucking Instagram story and all that fucking shit. Uh, so go check that out. Click on their page and shoot them a DM and take a chance on yourself. Like, push yourself to something greater. For, you know how hard this was for me? An extreme alpha male. An extremely successful business. I win every show, every weekend, all that stuff. It's so cool. Accolades, accolades. But none of that shit matters without having internal perspective and actual inherent peace and inherent love and that's kind of what we're working towards and where we've gotten way closer so Grant Sless thanks for coming on we will see you guys next time I just want to add one thing yeah, real it, quick is like even if like you hear about us and you're like you're like dude fuck those guys like I don't care about what they have to yeah. say but you know you need something and you're ready for that step to still reach out to us because like even if it's not with us we will help facilitate yeah. it with you yes. with whoever yes. will, will anybody in our network because like our big vision isn't like you have to work with us we're yep. like dude we want you to get the assistance uh the perspective that you need to like achieve full-on fucking success in your life that's how you know you're working with good ass people i feel that i fucking love that hell yeah hell yeah right, well man, thank you we, so much we love you man thank yeah. you so much for having us on yeah, i love you guys and we'll talk next time sounds Yo. good